The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Clock doesn't matter to me, brother. Right now, 11 o'clock, Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Thanks for taking the time to listen on a Monday morning into the afternoon. Hopefully everybody was very entertained by the games yesterday. We'll talk about that and oh, so much more. No matter where you are, you can listen for free via the fan app. And that is driven to you by Beaver Toyota of Coming. No charge. None whatsoever, Buck. Beaver Direct, the quickest and easiest way to shop for a car online. 680thefan.com. Another option. Follow along via the Harris Cherokee Casino X platform. At Matt Lear, at Chris Domino, at Cellini Nick, at 680thefan. Now, the question I put forth today, I think a lot of people are misunderstanding the question, Chris. Uh-oh. Who is the biggest GOAT? In your team's history. Oh, no, no, no. So you have G-O-A-T, and then you have G.O.A.T. Yes. I meant someone who was wearing the goat horns. Yeah. You know, Not you need- for the good, May I? but for the negative goat in this respect. May I? I think you should have used the word pig or bum. Hmm. I think you would have been better off the word. Would that been not no have confusion. been more insulting though? Did in you that put case? goat G O A T all capital letters because no. that means the greatest of all time? I don't goat, believe I you? did. Okay, I, I should have put in parentheses in retrospect mm-hmm. in a negative sense. Goat in a negative sense in parentheses. Why, why wouldn't pig or bum have worked? I mean, it would have. Sure, it would have. And I think it would have conjured up the emotion you were looking for. If Hammer and Hank is an answer to this, and somebody texted me and said, "What?" It, what? I, I think they were thinking great. I think I blew it today with yeah. the Twitter question. Yeah. I may have. Greatest of all. I may have virtual, Nick. I may have. You've caused mass confusion. Which is never good to start the week. People are leaving their house with no pants on because of this question. <laughs> all because of one simple question. Here's just what now we finding know. this out, uh, this changes everything for me. Yeah. Goat horns. I, I guess there was a lot of misunderstanding. Here. Right. Like you yesterday, work to do now. Uh, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, yeah, this is, this is, well, or Jordan Love, or, yeah. or a kicker. I but mean, Tyler Bass is made probably at the top of that list. If you're a Buffalo Bills no, fan, my, I know where you're going. My with neighbor Rick across the street just texted me as the game ended. I hate sports. Huh? I said, Rick, I've been there, man. Yep. Cleveland fans, Atlanta yep. fans, we've all been there. It certainly is easier to write the Buffalo is cursed uh, article today, as in j- just stop. Stop feeling that you're going to win. You are the Charlie Brown of professional sports. Whether you believe that or not, that's an article that could be written today. I'd imagine, I don't have the Buffalo paper, the Buffalo Bison, or whatever the hell it is. I have no idea what the news is. The Buffalo Daily. I would think that they've put their best writer on the, we're just cursed. I don't. You don't want to write the article before the game. No. But let's put it this way. You have all of your notes for a number of years. If you're the guy in Buffalo who's been the guy the, in Buffalo for a long time. The column, I think, time, is written. All you have to do is add a few things like Tyler Bass missing the 44-yard field goal and then press send. Yeah, I think there has to be a year's thing. How many years since Scott Norwood? That's already Buffalo. lined up. That's already in there. If you're the veteran writer in Buffalo, you have been assigned that today. 
It's not about breaking down the game. It's not, it's not about talking about why you won or lost. It's the we are the most cursed city in the history of cities. So the conference championship games are set. 3 o'clock kickoff is going to be the AFC game, Kansas City and Baltimore, and then the Lions and 49ers at 6.30 on Sunday afternoon into the evening. Can I tell you what I've been told about Detroit? Because we have a man, boots on the ground in Detroit. It looks like they're going to do a viewing party at Ford Field. Why not? I mean, They'll sell it out. Oh, no doubt. Even if it's free admission, you charge concessions, you're going to make money either way. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. Look, I'm assuming the setup is the TV or whatever it is you're going to be watching is is good enough, but they want to have a party, and it's going to be cold, and I don't know if you really want to do the look, we're tougher than you, we're going to do an outdoor party. Just bring the party indoors. Bring the party indoors, which it looks like, from what I've been told, they're going to do. I mean, there's no need to go through flaming tables and throw snowballs at people, including the opponent. Well, I'm sure like they, they did in Buffalo. Just enjoy it indoors. Mm-hmm. You love being in that place. You won two games in that place. Go back to that place and watch the conference championship game. Yeah, I'm sure they have a nice park or something where they can get one of those inflatable big screens. Why do that? So it does look like they'll be in that city. It's got to be on edge. I don't know if any work is going to get done in the entire city and then surrounding area of Detroit. What is it I like to say? If you had a surgery scheduled at 8 a.m. this morning, I hope you're not doing it. Well, in Buffalo, too. I'd cancel. Who's well, for a different in, reason. Who's working in Buffalo today? Yeah, that guy could be hammered. He could be picking up a scalpel just... I think you just stabbed him in the heart, sir. Oh, whatever. He's better off. I would stay away from Monday surgeries... And I would stay away from Monday big investment days. If your 401k is being handled by somebody in one of these cities for good or bad, Monday would not be the day that you want to make your transaction. The early betting lines have the Ravens as three-point favorites because of the home field over Kansas City. So it's pretty much an even matchup as far as the gambling world is concerned. And the Niners are six-and-a-half-point favorites over the Lions. And I think it's easy to get excited about watching these games. You and I believe that... AFC, NFC Championship Sunday is as good as it gets. I agree. I, I will say this. This past weekend was as good as it gets. I know. We might we might now have a 1A because there were enough storylines. I told you, this felt very college to me where there were storylines. Storylines everywhere. Who's being interviewed? A bunch of guys who are still getting their teams ready. What's his quarterback? What's his legacy? Even He, he might be 27 or 28 years old, and we're trying to write a guy's legacy. Because he's a winner or a loser. Well, Patrick Mahomes, his sixth straight AFC title game, he led the Chiefs too. He is someone that, since he became the starter in Kansas City, has gone to the conference championship game every year. That was his first true road start. He wins that game. And, of course, the GOAT, who was a guy that struggled last week against Pittsburgh. He missed a field goal, a 27-yarder, had one blocked, is Tyler Bass. And there was no wind blowing there. He just flat out missed that kick. I'm going to give you a piece of sound from Ross Tucker coming up in a little bit uh, about kicking. And I think there were there were missed kicks in every one of these four games inside of 50 yards. So you're going to hear something really radical coming up in a little bit. Uh, but that's the way the game goes. As I've said before, you don't like kickers. Well, they never leave them home. They never ask for volunteers to do it. Uh, you really don't want to be changed from one in season. I think it's going to be a good thing. There's a lot of things around this game where you... Jordan Love, the guy who had been the hottest, most protector of the football for the last two months, made a throw that, again, it's just easy because of the uniform, very Brett Favre-esque. That was a Ritter-like throw, as I put forth on Twitter. He panicked. I, I would say you're giving him, I think that's unfair, because what he did for the two months leading up to that. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't. I'm saying he looked like for that one particular play, 
He looked like Desmond Ritter. So there's a miscommunication? Even he said it. We'll talk more about that game a little bit later on. Here is uh, Tyler Bass, the Bills kicker. As of right now, he's still the Bills kicker, admitting the ugly truth. No, ultimately, completely on me. I got to do a better job of getting through my target. I got to do a better job of playing a little bit more left when you have a left or right. I've been here long enough to know that you have to do that. You know, I was stressing my line, but I had in warm-ups. Oh, I had a good ball, but it didn't work out. And feel feel terrible. You know, I love this team, man. And, you know, it hurts. This one, this one hurts bad. And, yeah, I got to do a better job. All right. He stood there and took it. He gave me the technical parts of it. I would have left before the game ended. Just, you know, beat the crowd, like I said, on social media. Last well, that would have made you Travis Kelsey, who, according to what I read, had to get on a golf cart and up to Taylor and his brother. Yeah, Travis Kelsey scores two touchdowns. Hadn't scored a touchdown since November the 20th. And with those two touchdowns combined now, Mahomes and Kelsey have 16 touchdowns, passing Brady and Gronk. Who had 15. Here's Mahomes on that record. We always are emphasize getting the ball to Travis. Passing anything that has Brady and Gronk in it is, is special because uh, those are two of the greatest players. I mean, Tom is the greatest player and one of the greatest tight ends of, of all time. And so those are great and postseason players. And so to be mentioning that and, and passing that, you, you appreciate that. I mean, it speaks to Travis and his work, being able to go out there and make plays in big games. According to a friend of the show, Peter King, that was a play, the second one, the short touchdown, that had not been used since he was a rookie. That was a hell of a play by Kelsey. That was a, a strong individual play on that screen. That play had not been run. He had asked for it because they put it into practice, and Reed told him, I'll ask you this. If we're ever someday going to do and I don't think we're ever going to really, I don't think we're going to fall into the idea of doing top ten shows, although I understand their purpose. Has anybody turned their, I'll use the word legacy, their reputation around like Andy Reed? No. I mean, he's on I mean, that, there's he's on that other... list of ten guys where you go, Everybody said it was this. Yeah. You go away now, and then all of a sudden, you, again, he's two wins away from passing Don Shula, Tom Landry. These guys that we talk about as being the big-time, big-time coaches. Andy Reid, in the second part of his life, has turned into a guy that has it's changed his reputation as much as anybody in Yeah, and Philadelphia couldn't win the big one like Buffalo is now, and then he goes to Kansas City, and the rest, as they say, is history. We'll talk more about the other games, and is it going to be Bill Belichick, or maybe it's not going to be Bill Belichick when all is said and done, because it looks like the Falcons are going to be very, very busy yeah. talking to other coaches. I'll keep you this posted. This week they were busy over the weekend. It's a crapshoot. Yeah, I'll give you, that's right. I'll give you posted on what the percentages are. It's I'm not on, a crapshoot. I'm on Bill Belichick watch. We all are. No, no, no. With all due respect, you guys have blown too many of these. You just have. So I'll, we're going to leave it in your hands. You can't trust the rest of us. Pretty much it. As in the rest of us, the city of Atlanta. Yeah, pretty much it. On this one. Yeah. You still have it at 87% that he no. gets the job? No. Has it dropped? Yeah. All right, well, we'll get those new numbers coming up on the other side. In the meantime, hit the bongos, because the bongos do indeed need headlines. Well, I will say without, around these parts. without every precinct reporting, I'm just going to tell you. And, and you can it's believe, like an election show. You can believe Alcohol. all all these insiders, all these anonymous source guys. Yeah. If you want to go down the hall, that's our conservative news talk station. Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. Extra 106.3. Well, I'm glad you asked because you got Tug and Rhino and you got Los in the morning. You got the Kimmer and Pete Davis in the afternoon. I mean, uh, what more do you need? In the meantime, the headlines are brought to you by Daco Systems Heating and Air. For your HVAC repair, contact locally owned Daco you, Systems. You are the suck-up of suck. D-A-Y-C-O-Systems.com. I'm just trying to do my job. Keeping Atlanta comfortable. Stone to break. At a time. Trey Young could be out indefinitely for the Hawks. We'll explain why at 1150. Why this Hall of Fame brave and friend of Chris Domino 
is making million-dollar headlines off the field. Great, damn that it. Just past noon. And as school up north continues to pick the carcass of Alabama, on campus we go at 1220. When we come back, a historic day in the Motor City. Back to the NFL, we go next in Detroit, Rock City. It's Domino and Cellini, it's The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. over 60 years of sports talk radio right here on this very program and 60 plus years of anything good happening in detroit that's a long time and they're getting up and they're moving their feet and leaving their seat in detroit rock city we'll talk more about that we've seen them though yeah we have we've knocked them up knocked them down do you know i mean knocked them up in more ways than one yeah no no speak for yourself brother speak for yourself listen for a while i wasn't sure if i was able and I found out I, I was. I had one when we first started working together, and now oh, I have three. That's true. I had none and now when we first started two. working together, and I had two. Just amazing how things it change. It all got fixed, as you, we like to say. You want to go back in time and relive your glory days? Just announced an on-sale Friday. It's the return of the Doobie Brothers. Coming to Ameris Bank Amphitheater on July the 13th. Special guest, the Robert Cray Band, going on sale at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Michael McDonald, I believe, is touring as well. You ain't got no worry. He's a Michael McDonald. This is the Patrick Simmons doobies, but that's okay, too. Listen to us all week. You can win before you buy the tickets to see the Doobie Brothers Ameris Bank Amphitheater on July the 13th. Caller number three right now will give away a pair. 404-231-1680. So what's the percentage now on Belichick, who had a second interview with the Falcons over the weekend coming to the city uh-huh. of Atlanta to coach yeah. the Falcons? You had it at, what, 87%? Yeah. It wasn't 85, it was 87. Yeah, everybody had Bill Belichick coming here, and I said, let's slow it down. So where's it at now in Hold your on. mind? A deal's not a deal until a deal is done. True. A deal is not a deal until they have a press conference. Fair point. Bill Belichick has already had basically one that said, oh, yeah, I, I know I'm supposed to tell you I'm the coach now, but I'm not. Remember, he's got that in his history. He He's a different kind of squirrely. I think he's gotten a pass in the squirrely world, but he's squirrely. Well, look at the Jets situation for he's those squirrely. that don't remember. He took the job, and then he wrote down on a piece of paper that he was resigning from the job. Right. Uh, he's also squirrely because he never really allowed anybody to speak. You've got to be a little bit squirrely if you don't let the people that you've hired, the ones you've chosen. I didn't force you to hire anybody. You never let them speak. That's a little bit strange to me. What's the control angle? Well, if he comes in asking for too much, then this deal is not a done deal. This might not work out here. I'll give you the percentage later, but I'm just telling you, 
the Atlanta Falcons, not only with the number of interviews, if Jim Harbaugh really does come back into town, you know what Jim Harbaugh doesn't need? He doesn't need leverage. He doesn't need leverage. Bill Belichick might be looking for a little bit of leverage. Who else? Anybody? I'm over here. Uh, yes. Yes, me and my six rings are over here. Uh, uh, hello? Why is his phone not ringing? Why is his phone? I'm going to tell you why. Because 72 years old, no matter how great you've been, there's a time when the party's over. And, and I'm sorry, I believe there are NFL teams that believe the Bill Belichick party is over. And I don't know if that's really registering with Arthur Blank or Rich McKay or anybody else who might have that moment. This idea that these must all be fake interviews because Bill Belichick has no leverage right now. He's got nothing else going for him as best we can tell. So this idea that Bill Belichick is a given here, if not rapidly changing, is changing. It's changing. He needs this interview. There are a couple other guys that quite honestly don't. Yeah, I agree with you. And so Jim Harbaugh would be one of those had guys. Had that happened in five years, Bill Belichick went from being a guy that I would fire my guy for in a heartbeat. I'll tell you how. He has not had a player re-signed that he drafted nope. in the first three rounds since 2013. I, I could start there. I could talk about his record without Brady. We can go there. He can't be trusted to draft players. So does he want that control still? I'm not giving that to him. No, me neither. It's not happening. Me neither. So there may be your sticking point when all is said and done. And I don't care really. Look, part of these interviews are who would you bring in as a staff. I get that. Bill Belichick is more equipped probably than anybody in history to tell you who he'd bring as a staff. What if I just say, yeah, not impressed. And now there's talk he wants to speak with other teams this week. Of course. He's in no rush to take the Falcons job, which goes back to your point. He's looking for leverage. Howie Long, the Hall of Famer, said yesterday that the commanders make sense because Bill is an Annapolis guy. This is the quote. His dad coached there. He's an East Coast guy. He likes the water. He has a boat with eight rings on it. I don't know what that has to do with anything. He's, so is he's he 72. Go? I'm going to tell you what that means. Mentally, at 72, I'm sorry, you're thinking about being on your boat. Now, he'll tell you, no, 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 I'm like a 50-year-old coach. Look at me. I'm so – you're not. You're not. Look, I don't – Harry Long putting that out on the street is really interesting. Yeah, but – are you going to go on your boat and study the game plan? What does that have to do with you coaching the commanders? You're going to put your boat and dock your he's, boat there? He's talking in code. He can't work every place. His mind is going to be on his boat. He's telling you he's old. He's old. He's set in his ways. This is what he likes. He doesn't realize there's football west of the Mississippi. He's not even sure if there are airplanes. Howie Long, who who I think is respected, is telling you that Bill Belichick is 72 and set in his ways. And that's why maybe there's a sticking point when all is said and done and why there's a second interview the Falcons have lined up with Jim Harbaugh. Please, for the love of God, let that happen and let it go well. They talked to Ben Johnson last night after the Lions beat the Buccaneers. They talked to Raheem Morris. They have a second interview lined up with Brian Callahan. Where's Todd Monken? I have not As I seen said the other night, Todd Monken's name any place when it comes to the Falcons. Todd Monken threw his resume on the field the other night. Here you go. In the second half, he certainly McDonald did. McDonald, their DC, threw it on the field. Here's my resume. What kind of Zoom call do I need to do? I'm not sure. But that's where it stands as far as the Falcons coaching search is concerned. Are we and up to 10? Is it hit double digits? I think it's 13. 13. Very interesting. Kyle Shanahan, incidentally, over the weekend was on the Falcon staff, as we all know, did something he's never, ever done before that story in about five minutes 
punching it in from the goal line. This is the drive into the red zone. Brought to you by Realtree, your number one source for camouflage and the great outdoors. Realtree, family, friends, and the outdoors at Realtree.com. Lions beat the Buccaneers 31-23. They were going bananas, as you saw at Ford Field yesterday. And now they've got the Niners in the NFC Championship game. And Chris... You know, but for those that don't, they haven't been to the NFC Championship game since 1991. That season when they lost to the Redskins in the NFC Championship game at the old RFK Stadium. The day the music died. <laughs> no, no, not really, but kind of. I yeah, mean, well, it's been a long-ass time. It's been... Lo- the day that Barry Sanders' chances died. That's, that's right. Sure. One playoff win in 65 years. They just doubled that. They doubled that in the month of January. Think about that. If you do something once in 65 years and you do it in a seven or eight day period, how ecstatic must you be? Think tears, about this. Tears of joy. Yeah. I absolutely know there are tears of joy. The Lions won two playoff games in a season for the first time since 1957, and that was the last year they won the NFL title. And they also had two postseason games at home for the first time ever. So Dan Campbell, a part of some serious history with the Lions. They doubled up what they did in 65 years. Did you see the clip of Dan Campbell in the team room? Let me just give you an example. He gets in the team room before the season starts this year. This Now, just so you know, there are individual rooms in the building. Quarterback room, DB room, linebacker room. Then there's a defensive room that's a little bit bigger. But they have a, an auditorium that fits everybody. That's just what happens at every at every facility. Dan Campbell, before the year started, you know what he told everybody to do? Stand up. Turn around. On the back wall, 57, whatever the hell else, and 91. It's the last three times they had done these things. They've knocked two of them off. It's up there in big paint. And, and I'm not really sure why it's there. Like, that is just a reminder to me every day of we stink. Well, Dan Campbell said, time for those to fall. They've knocked out two of three things that have been painted on that wall. The only thing left is the 57 championship. Listen, when they were playing for nothing and they knocked Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs last year at Green Bay in the season finale, that's when you knew everybody everybody bought in and to what this team had to offer. Then more importantly, what did they do after that? Look at their draft. Yeah, it's amazing when you get a couple of things right how much it helps a team. Jameer Gibbs. I heard Heath Klein talking about it on the Buck Baloo show yeah. today, 10 to 11. A lot of people said, why would they make that pick? That's a luxury Fun pick. Ahead. They've got David Montgomery. I think you saw late in the game yesterday why yeah. you made that pick. Maybe I have an idea. They get it off. McCaffrey, right side, big scene. Cut, 30. McCaffrey! Touchdown, San Francisco! Because guys like that and guys like Gibbs are different. This is what B. John Robinson should be. I put a tweet out. Again, God willing, Drake London is half of what Mike Evans is. Let's do another one. God willing, Bijan Robinson looks like Christian McCaffrey or he looks like Jameer Gibbs. One or the other. One or the other, because that's what Bijan Robinson is supposed to do. He's supposed to be able to score from any place on the field, and he's supposed to be the weapon you use in both run and pass. Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns, including one late in the game with 107 remaining as the Niners punch their ticket to the NFC Championship game with that victory over Green Bay on Saturday, 24-21. to The 49ers were 0-30 under Kyle Shanahan when trailing by five or more points after three quarters until, of course, Saturday night. Yeah, I, that's not even possible. How are you an offensive genius and this and that and this and that and this and that, and you didn't find a way, again, not a 
Not a good number by any stretch, especially when you're the guy who's supposed to be able to dial it up. Well, Christian McCaffrey, the highlight we just heard, how do you make up a little bit for a quarterback that might not be, I don't know, all-world? And, by the way, Brock Purdy had a, a problem or two. Here's what I also know. final drive. That's didn't. right. He gets into the huddle, and it's okay. What are we doing right now? We're going to score. But Christian McCaffrey is what Bijan should have been for Desmond Ritter. How do I get? How do I make sure this guy isn't in trouble? You didn't use him the right way. It's part of the reason that Arthur Smith is gone. How about this number? The Niners were the first team, Domino, to make the playoffs in 13 years without overcoming a second-half deficit to win a game until Saturday night. You need to have your medal tested. They got it tested, go. and they passed. And, and you're going to have a rip-roaring team. Uh, I would say this. It's not that San Francisco wants to hit their knees and, and say, oh, thank God. Uh, but they're happy that that game is in their building. Because if Brock Purdy is rattable, if he's the guy that you can rattle, uh, it would have been loud enough to actually have that happen. It and certainly would have changed how you call your place. Yeah, we talk about Tyler Bass missing for the Bills. What about Andres Carlson, the rookie kicker for Green Bay, missing that late field goal that would have made it a seven-point game, didn't obviously. And then you got Jordan Love saying he committed the mortal sin of forcing the ball across the middle late. He knew it. Everybody knew it. But you've never been in that situation before. Hopefully you learn from that situation because, as you said earlier, Chris, because of the way Jordan Love played, that's why you've got to that position if you're the Packers. He was right in the high of, I can make this play. Then you got Dre Greenlaw, who made the interception, running around for 12 seconds. What on earth was he doing? Well, he told you. The defense had talked this week about a pick six. Yeah. Go down. The game's over. Yeah. I I don't care about a pick six at that point. The game's over. You didn't hear me. The defense all week was talking about a pick six. Apparently, he finally heard Kyle Shanahan and everybody else on the San Francisco sideline. If you saw them going, go down, go down, hit the ground. I don't think, again, you heard me. The defensive unit (laughs) is very tight. They talked about a pick six. I heard you. And Brock Purdy, yeah, he struggled through the game, but on the game-winning drive, six of seven for 47 yards. A big one to a one-time dog, Chris Conley. For 17 yards to keep that drive going. This was really good football. It is interesting when you don't have a dog in a fight. Now, look, I, I've said it. I'm pulling for Detroit monetarily. I love the story. Uh, Buffalo, I had an interest monetarily. I don't really care if they won or lost. But to see a guy going for his third quarterback before his uh, third Super Bowl before he's 30 years old, watch Andy Reid maybe go out on top, on top, top, third Super Bowl, I'm out of here. Um, th- there's a lot that went on this weekend for not being a fan of any one of these teams. How about Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason Kelsey taking off his shirt after Travis scores the first touchdown? He's out there tailgating with Bills fans before the game. He's little girls wanting to meet Taylor Swift. He's making sure that happens up yeah. in the suite where they're at. He is um, He's living quite the life in retirement so far, is he not? So do you want to play Connect the Dots? Uh, why not? They both walk off in the sunset together. Now, I'm not leaving Patrick Mahomes, and I'm not leaving the money. That was one of the reports that made the rounds over the weekend. Michelle Tafoya, who used to do sidelines, was the one that said it. She believes that Travis Kelsey is walking away at season's end. So the brothers go out together, and they go do their podcast, and and he goes on tour a little bit. He does commercials. I I don't think I'm leaving Patrick Mahomes if I'm him, but I have no idea what his body, what kind of shape his body's in. You know, if they win another Super Bowl this year, he can he can drop the mic. I got more receptions with my quarterback than anybody in NFL history. I got three rings, and I got the girl. 
That is a hell of a walk-off, Pretty much too. covers all your bases, does it not? It, it, it kind of does. And she wore another a white custom-made jacket this time because the Chiefs are wearing white, and I'm sure that designer will get more followers and make more money thanks to Taylor Swift, who prints money. There's a nine-year waiting list to pick up something made by this woman. Like, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but it just seems, okay, the Packers tell me there's a waiting list for tickets. There's a nine-year waiting list to get apparel by this woman. <laughs> also, the Niners-Packers, it projects to be the most watched Saturday telecast when it comes to sports since the 1994 Winter Olympics. Do you remember why people were watching that Saturday that, night? Uh, Kerrigan? That was when Kerrigan and Tanya Harding skated against one another after the pipe swipe there in Detroit at Kobo Arena, I believe. That, I don't know if that's an asterisk when you give that. This could be the most watched thing since the 94 Olympics, but it feels like it deserves an asterisk. Uh, that telecast, the 94 Winter Olympics, averaged 37 and a half, peaked at almost 41 million. So the NFL, again, when you talk about last week, the games were competitive last week, yet the numbers were still through the roof. The games were better this week, so the numbers are going to be even further. Oh, last night the They blew the roof off of it over the weekend. Last night's game is going to be one of those where you go, okay, stick around? Yeah, stick around. It might go from this up to this with three more people, three million more people. I, I believe in social media in a lot of ways. I think it's there's some good and there's some bad. But I know that there are events, not, not as big as this one, but I've gotten like, oh, there's a no-hitter. Oh, there, somebody will text me or I'll get an alert that something's going on. U.S. Open it looks like it could be an upset. I'll pop on. I'd imagine there were people who were quasi-football fans who were hearing about how good this was down the stretch. That number goes up. Did you see what Brock Purdy said? It kind of got buried with the win. He said they weren't sure. He wasn't sure. Nobody was sure if he was going to be ready to start the season coming off the Tommy John surgery. Oh. So Kyle Shanahan looked into the idea. What he wanted to do, in fact, Brock Purdy said, is sign Tom Brady. Yep. Yep. It didn't happen, and fortunately, Brock Purdy came back, and here they are on the verge of going to the Super Bowl. Now, what's interesting about that is that team would have been good enough and a quarterback-friendly coach where if I was ever Tom Brady and I wanted to get my ass off the yacht, there was no and going home on top of everything else, trying to a Super Bowl-caliber team, he could have been the guy that could have actually said, no, no, he's the greatest of all time. Well, what's above that when you win a title with three teams? And, like you said, you go back home uh. and play for the team you grew up rooting for. I mean, you want to talk about a storybook ending. He already know. has it, but that would, you know, just be the proverbial icing on the cake. i got to be honest. If I was Tom Brady, I might have done it. I really might have done it. I might have assessed this team and said, now, they also won that game without Debo Samuel. Who's 50-50, they say, for the NFC Championship. And Andrews in Baltimore, who didn't play, there's a chance he's going to come back. So you might actually have two weapons coming back on the field. Speaking of the Ravens, it was tied at 10 on Saturday. Uh, Lamar Jackson said after the game there was a lot of cursing at halftime, and it worked, the cursing, because they shut out the Texans in the second half 24 to nothing. So it all fortunately played you in. You want to hear? Because the pressure was on. It was only the second victory in five playoff games yeah. for Lamar Jackson. He knew about that. He admitted that afterwards. Yeah. He, he was one in three going in, and it had been a few years since he had his moment. You want to hear what he said at halftime? Sure. Who did most of the talking at halftime? I did. You did. A lot of person asked um, halftime. It would be inappropriate if I said it right here. <laughs> it would. We wasn't really doing anything, you know, to, to that defense. They was playing great, and that, that offense was playing great as well. But we wasn't doing our job with our unit. And second half, we went to pump points on the board, started moving the ball, moving the chains, and started looking like ourselves. I think what he's telling you is I've never done that before. But it was time. Because whether it's about team, city, everything else, it's also about you. What are people going to say about you? 
So it's time for me to let you know we got to fix this. Now, Todd Munkin, one of the things that everybody said is they came up with a game plan. Please, I can't go into seven-step seven drops. They're all over me. Let's, free, let's change it up. What did they do at halftime? That might be the best example. People talk about halftime adjustments, only a limited amount of time. I think right there you saw a screaming example of quarterback knows what he needs to do, tells the O.C., they changed blocking schemes, and look what they did in the second half. They were the best second-half team of the entire weekend. D'Amico Ryans and that defense blitzed Lamar Jackson 75% of the time. He got knocked down on two of the last three passing plays that they attempted in the first half. And then you know what he did? He said this is unacceptable. And you know what he did? He played like an MVP in the second yeah, half. his third double-triple in the postseason. 100 yards rushing, 152 yards passing. He's got 13 double triples in the regular season both of those numbers are records and the team's website said lamar jackson became the first player in league history to record two passing touchdowns yep. two rushing touchdowns yep. 100 yards rushing yep. with a passer rating yep. of over 100 in a single game ever that's regular season or the playoffs so with everything everybody else did if you had to pick an mvp this weekend it's lamar jackson and he did it basically in history he did it in a half of football for all intents and purposes, they changed it up. That's why Todd Monk and me should be getting interviewed. What I can't can argue that. I've what, said that from the get-go. What's collaborative? Figuring out what to do in the first half when those guys throw your curveball. They hadn't played like that all am, season, uh, Houston. I'm really starting to wonder if there isn't some credence to what Buck says with the Falcons in Georgia. There seems to be a disconnect there. Anything that has anything to do with Georgia, it seems like the Falcons want nothing to do with it. Let me, let me just say this then. Don't think of him as anything to do with Georgia, except he won a national championship doing his job. You throw that out the window. Look what he's doing with Baltimore, all right? Need me to help you? Look what he's doing in Baltimore. Forget everything else. Look at the second half of that game. Now, you want to hear Lamar Jackson a handful plus of years ago? What are they giving? Everything out of me. They'll get a Super Bowl out of me. Believe that. Believe that. They're going to get a Super Bowl out of me. They're almost there. They're going to host an AFC title game in Baltimore. Obviously, it was the Colts. First time since 1971 when the Colts beat the Raiders to win a Super Bowl. John Madden's first year? Uh, I don't know if that was his first year, but I do know that was that ugly Super Bowl. It was one of the ugliest Super Bowls ever played. Jim O'Brien hits That's a late right. field goal for the Colts to win that game. Can you imagine Baltimore beating the Raiders? That stadium, Memorial Stadium, if you don't know, was in the middle of a neighborhood. Can you imagine what the rollout of that stadium was? There must have been a party at every house on the street yeah, that there surrounded were that players building. and coaches everywhere. Nobody yes. went home. No. Like I think people representing the Colts, nobody went home. I would imagine a couple of defensive linemen just stopped at a house and said, yeah. hey, you got one? I'm in. Drinking at people's homes. Hey, here's Mike Curtis. Come on in. Have a beer. There's a linebacker on the <laughs> Hey, Colts. it's kind of cold out. Come on in. It's warm in here. Johnny U, Earl, Laurel, come on in. So did you see what Tad Prescott the brother of Dak Prescott had to say on social media. Listen, hold on. Are you getting are you getting hoodwinked? Are you getting catfished? Does he really have a brother named Tad? I don't think I'm getting catfished. Okay, I didn't see this, but if I did, I would have said I'm probably not buying it. Cowboy fans, why continue to DM me? Trust me in all caps. If I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. I too want him out of Dallas. The city and the organization have been great to he and our family, but done with the drama and the so-called fans. But he loves this team and wants to bring it rings. So he's kind of talking out yeah, of both sides of his yeah, mouth. He had, he had both sides of his neck open. I, I know. Like Tony Romo. 
Might be a fumble. Might not be. That guy couches. I don't want to pile on. I know. But that guy couches everything yeah. he says. Then Nicole Hardman fumbled. He said nothing. He played both sides through the whole thing. Said nothing. There's a lot of could be's. A lot of could be's. Be definitive, man. It's a perfectly thrown ball, but it's a little wide. Right. So it's not right. a perfectly thrown ball. It's not. Well, he's grading on a curve. It's a perfectly thrown ball, but a little wide. I, I don't care who's calling the game for the most part. I don't. Because now Tom Brady allegedly is going to be in the booth next year. Greg Olson's going to be a B-teamer. He wants to stick around Fox. And it looks like with Brady, they're not going to do what they did with Matt Ryan. It's not going to be a three-man booth to ease him in. Now, again, if I'm paying Tom Brady that money, it should be a one-man booth. Tom Brady should be playing every instrument. <laughs> like Vince Scully. Every he's instrument. He's just flying solo. He's a one-man band. We know that McCarthy is staying in Dallas. It looks like Sirianni's staying. Be careful with that one, too. With the Philly, I mean the Phillies. With the Philadelphia be Eagles. Careful. That's what everybody is saying right be now. Ca- you know what? They have fired their defensive 18%. coordinator. 18%. Right. 18% he still could be gone. All right, so 82%, that's the chances of him remaining. And I'm going to give you an example of when that's it would go. That's the way out. I see it, because you know me, the glass is always happening. By the way, don't do 50-50s. That's, that's your Tony Romo. You're saying nothing. 50, those are 50% chance that uh, Belichick takes that job. But there's a 50% chance it's a power struggle. Matt Patricia looks like he's going to be out, and if Belichick gets the job here, you best believe that Matt Patricia is going to be on the staff. Did you hear allegedly what's happening in Philadelphia? Sirianni has to do the firing himself. They're putting the gun in his hand. They're saying, you go to the restaurant, you shoot him. So he's Michael Corleone. Yeah. He, he's got to shoot McCluskey and Solozzo. It, it basically sounds like they're saying, no, 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 we're not doing this. This is your, you want to be a man? You want to be made? You're going to go do both of these. And you're going to shoot him right between the eyes. It is now time for Nick Sirianni to earn his button. Trey Young is out indefinitely. How will it affect this soon-to-be ex-Hawk? A lot of people think that's what's going to happen. How big picture will it affect it all? The clock has started, and your NBA Minute is next. It's Domino and Cellini, the fans, 680 and 93.7 FM. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. FM. You got 60 years of sports talk experience here, 50 plus years with Chuck and Chernoff after us. And we thank you for taking the time to listen. Tomorrow, going to be at Gypsy Kitchen in Buckhead for the first Horizon Bank Lunch with the Legend series featuring Grady Jarrett. Been qualifying people over the last 10 days or so. And 
with it being tomorrow, we're going to qualify a couple of people to be a part of that, and we'll do it right now. Caller number four. 404-231-1680. Lunch with a legend, Grady Jarrett tomorrow, Gypsy Kitchen in Buckhead. A one-time Brave formally calls it a career. We'll get to that a little past the top of the hour. You heard Dave Hubbard talk about it during his update. Trey Young, officially in NBA concussion protocol, caught a shot to the face, an elbow to the face, and that blowout loss to the Cavs on Saturday night, so he is out indefinitely. A private matter needs to stay private. Well, it, it was private for a while, and now everybody knows. Everybody seems to know that DeJounte Murray is going to be on the way out as well. Does that affect the future trade with him? As he knocks down game-winning shots in back-to-back games, he did it last week, and then he did it on Friday down there in Miami, spoiling the retirement ceremony of Udonis Haslam. Can I play uh, Sports Talk Jimmy? Sports Talk Jimmy. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, keep Murray trade young. That's what a lot of people were saying on social media yeah. on Friday. I mean, I just saw what a big game, big shot guy he is. Why do I got to trade him? He's got a friendly contract. And Trey didn't play on Friday. No. Either. No. And Murray seemed to be, as we like to say, freed up a little bit. Well, it seemed that way, and that's what some people on social media Uh-oh. said. So if you believe what you're hearing, there's a potential framework in place with DeJounte Murray going to the Lakers, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell, Jalen hood Shafino and a 29 first-round pick. Other draft compensation would come the way of Atlanta, and I don't think D'Angelo Russell would stay here. It would be similar to a Rasheed Wallace and or Carmelo Anthony situation. He'll move on someplace else. And I guess, according to Chris Haynes from Bleacher Report, he had this over the weekend, the Bucks are also interested in the services of DeJounte Murray. Do what you will with that information. The Hawks are in Sacramento tonight. Late tip-off out west at 10 o'clock. Oh, great. I'm going to get an expiring contract or a contract I'm going to kick away and draft picks which aren't worth anything. Draft picks are worth nothing in the NBA. Because you're going to tear it down and build it back up. If you're going to get rid of people, don't just stop with Murray. Get rid of everybody. Get rid of everybody and start all over again. I don't know if I trust whomever it is that's in charge over there. Yeah. To start all over again. Why does Deshante Murray have to leave? pretty bad. Why does he have to leave? Why is he the one who has to leave? Um, I, I don't know. Because Trey Young's a fan favorite. Look, he's second in the all-star voting. All right, if that's the way that you're going to put together a basketball team, that's how you're thinking. I'm not telling you you can't rationally decide, no, this is the way we have to go. But if you think we have to, without question, keep Trey Young and trade Murray, you're not doing the job right. And that's the easiest job in the world in sports. Let me ask you this. Do you trust anybody? They gave up a lot to get DeJounte Murray over there. Then they signed him to an extension, and now they're going to deal him? I, I'm sorry. Much like Bill Belichick, right. your track record would suggest that I don't trust anything you do. We've already spent too much time talking about we have. this. We have. But it, it will let you know. Here, just let's take it back to what the average man or woman who, who listens to sports talk and has felt before. No one to hold them. No one to fold them. And if you're, if you're the guy at the table that doesn't know that, what is it we like to say about if you? If you can't spot the sucker, you are the sucker. Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MarietaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. Real quick, I know it's recency, but I said it on Friday. Uh, I want to be the Lions. I want to be the Lions. I'm committing two of the seven deadlies. I want I want to be the Lions. I want to be them on offense. I want to be them on defense. Sure. I want to have a building like theirs. I want to be the Lions. Now, it could all go away in two years because that happens. But right now, there's not a team in the NFL that is having more fun 
There's not. Detroit has a winning culture. When's the last time anybody said that? Oh, I don't know. I'll wait. The Red Wings. I'm, got, sure, I'm sure it had no, something I'm to do with the Red about Wings. The no, the Red Wings. Maybe how the Tigers to a certain extent. Yeah, how long has it been since an AFC championship game was without Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? AFC championship Seven game. Seven years. 2011. You know what the matchup was in the AFC championship that year? Mark Sanchez, Ben Roethlisberger. The last time we didn't have a Brady or a Mahomes in the AFC championship. People forget, Jets went to two of them. They're sort of like the, the Brooklyn Nets, whatever they were back then. They went to two NBA Finals. So Nobody remembers it. Rex Ryan this morning on ESPN said, how about Bill Belichick coaching Buffalo? As That's, in, is Sean McDermott in trouble? I sent a note to myself after that game, and this idea... Look, Rex Ryan, by the way, is great TV. He did a sit-down with Dan Campbell. Rex Ryan, is he's everything you want when you hire a guy. He has moments where you go, I think he just got a little bit into that crazy sports He went off the reservation, but he's not afraid to give an opinion. I, well, you're going to hear something coming up in a second. I said last night in my head, why does Sean McDermott get to keep his job? And why does Todd Bowles get to keep his job? I'll give you an example of both of them right now. This happened in the Buffalo Bills game yesterday. Went downwind with this one. Fake. Hamlin is stopped short. Fake punt. At his own 30 on fourth and five. Now, fortunately for him, McCole Hardman fumbled out of the end zone. But the the decision, and believe me, there were a lot of people saying, that's DeMar Hamlin. Yes, that DeMar Hamlin who got that. There are people who are saying McDermott wanted the Disney Plus movie moment. What are you doing giving the ball to a guy? That play, now you're under question. Like an anchorman. I got to fire you, Ron. You're under question because that play seemed reckless. If that's the best you had with a guy who doesn't touch the football a lot, I get it. You were looking for the element of surprise. The other team wasn't surprised. Their coach was smarter than you. Why does he get to keep the job? He lost a game at home. Well, it's like Mike McCarthy as well. Perhaps you have taken this team as the head coach Nick as far Sirianni. as they're going to go, and you need a new voice. So Wouldn't be the first or the last. If you don't think Bill Belichick's agent is trying to plant the, the seed in Buffalo's ear, hey, what about Bill? You know, Bill wouldn't have had that happen to him in his prime. You give Bill the quarterback, see Josh Allen, you know what he does. He wins Super Bowls. That's happening. Let me give you one other. Why does Todd Bowles get to keep his job in Tampa? They already had a field goal and lined up, and it would have been about 12 seconds left on the clock in the ball game. We weren't going to come back from that. No sense of prolonging the obvious. That's why he left the timeout in his pocket. You know, stranger things have happened. You can block the field goal and... Take that's it the snap. other way for a touchdown. That's not falling. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could have happened there, and you gave up in a playoff game. I watched the team go to victory formation and score a shove you touchdown. This guy actually had real time on the clock, not in that situation, to try to figure out what to do. I mean, I, I don't I, know about you. I'm making him kick the field goal. Listen, I've said, that's that's just goal. me, perhaps. I've said it all year long. He might be the dumbest guy on the sideline that I've seen. He might be the dumbest. I, I'm telling that you. That certainly wasn't smart. And that explanation did him no favor. No sense of prolonging the obvious. Okay. You quit. I, you quit on your I, team. I, I'm just, I'm... Again, prolong the obvious is when you're down 20, down 14, down 11. That's prolonging the obvious. When you're within one possession, what is it not? Prolonging it's, the obvious. It means you still have a chance. So, so again... Why does he get to keep his job? I don't know. They already had a field goal. Oh, they already had a field goal. Yeah, I guess. All right, we got to take a break. How and why the analytics people are already singing the praises of the Braves starting five. We'll talk about that next here on Domino and Cellini, the fans, 680 and 93.7 FM. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Islands.com. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer.